Welcome to University, a podcast for young people navigating life's big transitions. I'm Anne-Marie Ciresso, your host. On University, you'll hear stories from college students. You'll get tips from experts. And occasionally, you'll hear from a parent's perspective on how to manage this time of change in your life consciously. Find yourself. Find your purpose. Find your people and pursue you fearlessly. Hey, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode. Adam and I are following up from a few of the conversations I had with Emery this past month. And last week, we left off with roommate drama and how she handled managing a messy situation. And I promised a conversation covering this topic of content versus context. So Adam and I are going to talk about that today. Hey, Adam. Anne-Marie. Yeah, this is um, a very good topic because I think I understand it on the surface. I'm like, oh yeah, content versus context. But when, if you were to test me on it, I don't think I would pass. So I think it's a good thing for us to talk about. Yeah, this is one of the hardest things for people to understand around this work. So it took me a long time to really get it. And I get it now, but sometimes I don't quite know how to explain it. So I'm glad you're here to talk with me about it and ask questions. Yeah. Me too. So, so, okay. So here's what I think. I think what I want to do is I just want to explain it and then you can ask questions based on what I say. Good. All right. So I'm going to, I'm going to use the example of Emery because I think it was a great example. And she was talking about her roommate and her roommate leaving moldy yogurt and being sort of messy. I think she was like, she's an outright slob or something in the interview, which I've just loved. And this demonstrates content versus context really, really well because many of us get triggered and then we get reactive. And what I noticed around Emery is that she was able to collect herself and not be super reactive. She didn't get reactive. She instead kind of thought about things and she sort of organically shifted context without really maybe knowing it. One way we could be with our messy roommate or living companion or whatever is we can get triggered and annoyed, which she was like, she didn't like it, but she didn't act from that place, right? She didn't act from annoyance. She, she collected herself. So she changed the way she was being with the content. The content doesn't change. The content is my roommate is a slob, but the way I'm going to be with my roommate being a slob, the energy I bring, what I, how I act is the context. That is what I can control. So I can't control my roommates being messy, but I can control how I react or how I behave in relationship to that. All right. So I'm okay, going to pause so, there. Yeah. Yeah. So, Emery spoke about a situation with, I'm just going to run this through in my head. So Emery spoke last week about a situation with her roommate where her roommate was messy, right? Um, two people are living together 
in dorm room in a dorm room a tiny space they might be strangers and even if they're not strangers they still don't know what the other person is like to live with so there's things that triggered emery like the messiness and emery was frustrated with it i mean she yeah she did use the word like slob so she like was i'm sure frustrated with it and spoke instead of speaking to her roommate from a frustrated place context that's where the context comes in the context, the context would the be well no 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 but but so so she was still frustrated right but it's how she was being with her frustration mm -hmm. i want to give everyone permission to have their experience have their feelings so frustrations here beautiful perfect she was frustrated okay but she she took her frustration and she turned it into a constructive way to shift the experience. So in other words, she was still frustrated. I don't like this mess. I don't like moldy yogurt, but she didn't, you know, most of us when we're frustrated, we, we do a bunch of things, right? We like gossip or we yell or we, you know, we'll, we start talking about the person or we start criticizing them or we start looking for ways to get them to change by being passive aggressive. But we all have our own style. What she wanted was she wanted something to change. She wanted this, this content to change. I want the mess to stop being messy. What she didn't do though was act out of her frustration. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, I mean, this is, it's hard because like, is she stifling feelings? You know, it, it, I feel like if I'm not like, well, I'm really mad about this and like, like acting mad, like it feels like I'm going, I'm like speaking through gritted teeth. Okay, so your mess is, is not what I want to live with. Like, I, I imagine that it just feels fake to me. Because Does that makes sense. Why? Well, because like, like, it's like speaking through gritted teeth. It's like, I'm really fucking pissed and annoyed with how shitty our place is. And I want it to be cleaner. I imagine that. Thought so that's the context, right? You're, so your context is I'm, you know, fucking pissed. Yeah. That's, that's your context. So what I'm saying is what we're talking about is you are more likely to get the results you want if you pay attention to your context. So the, that context that you're talking about, that pissed off, is all based on some story that you have in your mind versus I just don't wanna live in a mess. Like there's no story about that. There's no reason to be mad. There's just, mm -hmm. a, there's just an awareness like, oh, I prefer not to live in a mess. So then where does, that, where does the anger go? Like, well, how do you, how do so, you, how do you speak from context without it coming off as like speaking through gritted teeth? Does that make sense? Well, so you have to move your anger. So you, you move your anger, but the, yes, you move your anger. And the point of that is you get to know yourself through your anger and you might yell or scream or bitch moan and complain to someone. You might do all that, but, but you don't do it at your roommate. You don't do it at someone. You 
just own, wow, I notice I'm really activated. I'm really triggered. That's my context. That's how I'm being with what's occurring in my room right now or in my home or in my apartment or whatever. Okay. I'm okay, really so. so then I get to go, why do I feel, why am I so triggered? I get to learn about myself. It's not because the room is messy, even though that's what everyone that's listening is thinking. It's not. It's not because the room is messy. It's because there's some part of you that feels out of control because I don't want this messy situation and I feel out of control. I feel like I can't control this messy situation because I can't control this person. So when I feel out of control, I get triggered because I'm scared. It scares me to not feel like I have control over my life and my life circumstances. So when I get scared, hmm. all sorts of things I start to do. I start to get defensive. I start to get right. I start to close down. Um, like, think about it. When you're scared, what do we do? We like con contract, like we draw, we pull in. We go in. So, we go in. okay. I think, I think I'm also understanding it a little better by thinking about it as if I was the messy roommate. Okay. Which I've been, I've been that way in my relationship currently. And so, okay. Hmm. My girlfriend were to come to me and say something like, like the, I, the dishes, you know, I don't, I don't like doing dishes, you know, and, and she's sick of doing them. So if she were to come to me and say something like, hey, Adam, I notice I don't like the sink with a bunch of dishes in them. And I don't want them to be that way when I go to bed. Can you do your dishes or something like that? That would feel much friendlier to me. I'd be much more likely to be responsive than if she made a sarcastic comment about the dishes or if she did them and as she was doing them, was like, oh, here I go again with the dishes. Like, like right. I would be more responsive. So go, go back. So, so this is how this is how we talk about this as being empowered. When she comes to you from that place of like, there I go doing the dishes again because you never do them. She, her context is um, sort of bitchy, right? It's it's, it's yes. triggered. It's passive aggressive. It's not direct it's it's from this place of frustration when she comes at you from that place it triggers you you get yes. defeated, right and so then we're off to the races we're in what we call the drama triangle which you and i will cover in another episode but that context her frustration is part only part of what co-created the disconnection or the or the fight between the two the, the resistance on your part, that's only part of it. Then your context, when she comes at you in that mm -hmm. way, is that you get defensive, you shut down, you get scared and you start protecting yourself. Right. So if, when she comes to you and says, hey, you know, I'm really noticing that I have this thing. I really like the sink to be clean when I wake up in the morning and that means having the just cleaned at night. I'm wondering if we could find a way to work that out. Would you be willing to explore some options with me? Like from that place, are you feeling defended? No, I'm not. It, I'm not feeling defended. 
partially I'm feeling like I'm being treated like a baby or something. I don't know. Like it's condescending. Yeah. Like it's a little condescending, you know, I don't know. I, I get it. I get what you're saying. I know it probably, it just feels like, like it's condescending. If I speak my truth, I really want the dishes to be clean. And I like, I don't know. It just well, feels like Emery said to her roommate, like her roommate clearly just doesn't care if the room is messy or there's moldy yogurt. That's just not a priority to her. It doesn't matter. But to Emery, it matters. Mm-hmm. So for Emery to go to her roommate and say, you know, you're a total pig and I'm tired of dealing with your moldy yogurt all over the house. Will you do something about it? Right? Her roommate is going to have one reaction. Yeah. For her to go to her roommate and say, hey, look, I know you're super busy. I know you've got a lot going on. It's really hard for me to live with moldy yogurt around the room. I'm wondering if we can do something about that. Like her roommate is right not defended yeah yeah okay that, and that, that tone felt a little different than the example you gave before so i guess that also matters but that that felt a little more real that felt a, mo- a little more matter of fact just kind of like look here's the deal like you're busy i get it i'm busy too i just i just don't like this aspect is there a way we could like work through this together well, i get can, that, can that, that and, and and then yeah. so that was her context now mm-hmm. i i can't guarantee you but the odds are if she would have come to her roommate from a more activated judgmental place, her roommate probably would have got, gone into a defensive state of mind because when we feel attacked, that's what we do. We defend. It's just human nature. Yeah. Yeah. It's what we do. It's right. what we do. So, it's okay. not, not a problem. So what, what I is was so important to me about this episode with Emery is how she was really putting into practice this idea of context versus content. And then she got, she got to know her roommate and she get, she was like, you know, and like, after we talked about it, I get it. Like she's really, schoolwork is her priority. She, she's stressed about school. She cares about school. And so that's where that comes from. And, you know, with the dishes example, like we'll learn about each other through that conversation from a non-triggered place where, you know, my girlfriend could be like, Hey, I just noticed I don't like going to bed with the dishes like that. And I could be like, yeah, you know, okay, that makes sense. They pile up because my priority during the week sometimes is, you know, my workout and my eating or spending time with you or watching TV or collapsing it, like just chilling on the couch or something like that's my priority. Cause I'm stressed a lot about X, Y, and Z. Like we get to learn about each other, I guess even through that non-triggered state. Well, and Emery really um, built her muscle of compassion and empathy. She got to go, you know, I get her. She makes sense to me. Like, uh, but it's, but still, I still have my priority. I'm still going to, I still stand for, I don't want moldy yogurt in my room. So I, I get her priority and she makes sense to me. And when I come to her from a place of compassion and understanding, and I'm not triggered, and judgmental, my context is compassion and understanding. I am going to attract that back. I'm going to attract that yes. in return. So her roommate was like, oh yeah, I'm so sorry. I totally get it. And, mm-hmm. and then Emery even had the presence of mind of saying, and I get there's going to be those times when you're super busy and you can't clean up. Let me know and I'll be happy to help out. 
Yeah. Um, so there was this real like give and take, but it all came from her consciousness, her, her context, the way she was being with what was occurring. She wasn't, she, she felt free to speak her truth about what, what was true for her without worrying about how her roommate was going to react or triggering her roommate or whatever. And when we feel free, we, we don't get so reactive because we actually feel like we have permission to show up as our true selves and be who we really are and speak our truth and all yeah. that good stuff. When we don't and feel stand, free, still stand by our stuff. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Still stand by our stuff and, and just get to know like from a non-triggered place, which, which I feel like more gets accomplished. Sure. Yeah. Because the drama gets in the way of looking for creative and collaborative solutions. If you're yeah. focused on the drama, right. If you, if you say to, you know, Mary, your girlfriend, um, you know, I don't care. You know, I'm busy. I'm doing my own thing. I've got to work out. I've got to work. I'm busy too. I can't deal with the dishes. Now you're setting off a trigger in her. And so now the conversation becomes about the argument versus the conversation coming about like, Hey, what do you need? How can I help? And what do you need? How can I help? And how can we collaborate together? How can we co-create something that works for both of us? How can we be open and kind and compassionate and all of those great things um, that create a cohesive and thriving living situation? Living with people isn't easy. We no. all have different habits. And it doesn't no. matter if you're like a college roommate or married to someone or, you know, it doesn't matter. Right. Living with other people is hard. Being in relationships with other people is hard. So if we can learn what it means to be in a context that is supportive to creating cooperation amongst one another, yeah. we have a much higher chance of having more success and peace and all that yummy stuff. And less distraction because the, the deal is when we're in conflict, when we're in drama with one another, we are distracted. It takes energy from us thinking about it, talking about it, trying to deal with it. So all that energy could otherwise be used towards creative projects and things we enjoy doing and things we want to be doing. What? Okay. So to, to wrap it up, I, I do understand this a lot better. I've weeded through my stuff of like, okay, it's not condescending. It's, it's as long as it's approached, like you stand for your like true boundary and also enter the conversation, not triggered. So how can we give people a, a takeaway, something to try in the next week or next month until we talk to them again, um, me and you, um, where they can like try this or understand this or utilize it or, or yeah, see it in their own lives. Well, I think one really simple way to do that is start to pay attention when conflict arises with others or stress arises is just start to pay attention to your reactivity. Like, am I feeling right? Am I feeling defended? Am I feeling like something wrong is going over there and I'm out of control? Anytime we feel like we're out of control or we're a little scared, you're likely going to be coming from um, a context of 
confrontation. So like, it's, it's a lot about like, so I just, when you were just talking right then, I put myself in a situation where I know I'm triggered. And it's really amazing how in an ideal world, I, I learned a lot from what you just said, just about myself. Cause I just went inside. I started going in, inside and thinking about it. So when I get triggered, I get defensive and oh my God, quite a cycle between me and whoever I'm triggered with just enacts and happens. And it, it just goes down this path towards disconnection and not like, I just, I just, I'm, I, I'm sick of doing that. So even if the other person comes triggered, I still am empowered to weed through the context, hear the content, name where I'm at, be aware, wow, I'm defensive. Even name that in the conversation. Hey, I'm feeling defensive, but what I'm hearing you say is you want the dishes to be X, Y, and Z, or you want the room to be clean by this day. Is that what you're saying? And even that right there. That's your context. Can, you shifted your context. Like you noticed you're frustrated, but you didn't act out of the frustration. You, you acknowledged it. Just looked then, for the content. Yeah. Yeah. You acknowledge like, Ooh, I noticed I'm, this is frustrating me. I can, I can plug in, imagine like, you know, a, an outlet, you're plugging into the frustration and I'm going to let my, all my energy run through frustration. Yeah. Or I can unplug that and plug into take a breath, awareness. Okay, great. Oh, I notice I'm frustrated and like, let me, let me collect myself and see if I can hear what you're saying. Yeah. Well, we can talk okay. more like you and I will do another episode. Um, Cause now we're getting into more. We're, we're, we're talking about um, drama and I want to talk about that on our next episode. Right, right, um, right, right. That's cool. And self-awareness and recognizing, you know, being able to locate yourself accurately when you drop into drama. Cause so many of us are so triggered. We don't even realize we're triggered. You're mm -hmm. so bl blinded by the trigger um, because we're so right. You know, sometimes we get so right about something that we're like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I was just right. She shouldn't have her yogurt moldy. Isn't that true? She shouldn't. She shouldn't. I mean, right, right. I, I, yeah. I mean, I can totally see myself saying that. Like, of course she shouldn't have that. That's just, you shouldn't have moldy yogurt sitting in a cohabitated space. Right. And that's what most of us do. Most of us get caught up when we go to our friends and our, call our parents and call our, you know, boyfriend or girlfriend or whomever. Like we start commiserating with others around am I not right she shouldn't be a mess she shouldn't have moldy yogurt she should clean up her room she should do this she should do that and we start getting really righteous and stuck so you and I'll pick up on another episode and talk about how do we recognize the difference how do we recognize our context how do we become self-aware of when we're triggered and when we're not triggered and what happens when we get triggered and okay. we and we are unaware of it. We go unconscious. What do we create? So that's coming up on the next episode with Adam. I love it. This is a good month with Emery. So I'm glad we were able to recap it. It was, she was great. I loved her. It was fun to have all those um, micro conversations with her and um, pay attention to context this week. Bye guys. Bye. Thanks for listening to University. 
If you liked what you heard, I'd be absolutely thrilled for you to share with a friend and equally grateful for you to pop over and rate and review on iTunes. It really helps. You can find more information and stay in touch over at university.u on Instagram or at university on Facebook. I'll look forward to seeing you there. For more information, email me at annemarie.university at gmail.com or click the link in the show notes below.